Welcome to 631 Sports. I'm your host, Mike J. Annan's going to be in here, and we're going to be discussing UFC 246, which comes on tonight. All right, Jay. Obviously, we know main cards, McGregor Cowboy. Um, what's your pick for tonight? Uh, Connor will finish this fight early on. I have it a second round TKO. Uh, Cowboys clearly had problems against Southpaw. Um, there's a lot you could say about about the Southpaw drinks if it's really not. Uh, when it comes to Cowboy, it, you may use that as evidence to say it's real. Um, but Cowboys on a two-fight losing streak. Connor comes back. He looks fresh. He looks in shape. Everyone around him has been saying great things about him. I mean, which just could be his team building him up, but I think he actually does look in, he looks big, he looks powerful, uh, athletic. So I think Connor's going to come out. He's going to rock him early in the first round, but Cowboy's going to be able to survive. And then round two, Connor will hit him with a straight left hand off a of Cowboy. He's going to slip Cowboy's jab, and then he's going to hit him with a straight left and drop him and finish the fight. That's how I predict it going. See, I'm gonna go Uncle Chow on this one. I think I think Cerrone has a shot only if he can survive the initial wave. McGregor's hasn't been in a fight in a long time. I I, I don't know how his cardio will be if it, if maybe if it goes to the third or fourth round, it starts to wear on him. That's the only advantage I give Cowboy. I feel like Cowboy like Cowboy being more into like the fighting game, not taking such a long rest. I feel like that's the only reason why I would give him a slight edge over McGregor. But like you said, he has tough times against Southpaws. But if he can survive the initial wave and tire him out, who knows? Maybe it'd be 50-50 in the third. And, you know, you only need is like five seconds to knock someone out, as we've seen in the past. So yeah. uh, it's it's just going to be tough because, like, we could all say, oh, McGregor's going to win, but – if Cowboy lands a good punch and stuns him, you know, that turns the whole fight around. Like, we just don't know what's going to happen. No, it, it's a fight. Anything could happen. But Cowboy's main chance to win this, if it's on the feet and if it's not any sort of grappling exchange, is through the high kick. Uh, he's going to get – if he stands in the pocket with Connor, Connor's going to piece him up in there, and it's not going to end well for him. But if he's able to manage his distance and be able to – get some space for his kicks and he doesn't get bold into McGregor's false sense of security that he gives you, then then I, I think he may have a shot, but I, I just think Connor's going to be too much. For him. I think he's too smart of a striker and I think he's going to piece him up. Alright, and what do you think about the fight? Um, you guys brought some very bad points. Um, I do feel like if uh, Cerrone can play the long game, his chances of winning go up tremendously. That's fair enough. <laughs> All right, so um, let's go to the co-main event. Holly Holm versus Peyton. What do you guys think of that, Jay? What's your opinion on that? Well, Raquel Pennington. Yeah. 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 So this fight, I mean – these were people, Holly Holm especially, was someone who, at a prime, obviously she beat Ronda Rousey, took the title from her, but has just kind of been on a decline, took a vicious knockout to Amanda Nunez, and it's not a, 
It's been downhill since, hasn't it? Yeah, it, it's kind of. I I don't really. I mean, I don't think losing to Amanda Nunez really isn't something to you know get down on yourself about because everyone does. But I don't. This is kind of a kind of just a fight to fill in. I I don't think I don't like complaining about cards before they happen, but this card really isn't super stacked. I mean, a couple exciting fights, especially for a pay per view. That's that's the yeah. sad thing. It's a pay per view. Like yeah, I don't even want to pay to watch this fight. Because except for the they, cowboy fight. They they just want you don't need a lot of fights to go on a card like that when you have such a massive superstar in it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm more excited for the preliminary card. Uh I like there's a lot of good prospects on that. Uh Macy Barber is one of them, a couple other people. Uh Sodique. Uh a lot of people, but I, I don't think that the main card is. I mean, anything can happen. Anthony Pettis can always make for a good fight, but I don't think the main card's that deep. I think you should keep your eyes on the prelims, though, because those may be future superstars for the UFC. Exactly, yeah. So, the heavyweight fight tonight. How how boring you think it's gonna be? Is it gonna be like the last heavyweight fight we saw, or at least I watched because I work. Yeah. But the last heavyweight fight I watched was Rosenstrike versus Overeem, and I hope it's not a freaking snooze fest like the last fight we watched. Yeah. So I I don't think I mean the heavyweight division always keeps people on edge because it's a one punch division. So anything can happen there. It's a but, knockout division. Yeah. But I, I don't really... Uh, in three rounds, that fight may go in the distance. So I, I don't really know what to expect from that one. One of the fights... That, I mean, one of the fights that canceled. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, Alexa Grasso missed weight by six pounds. So they called it off the fight. Uh... Yeah, so the Nevada State Athletic Commission decided to pull it out. I mean, Gadelia said she was still willing to fight, but uh, the Athletic Commission did not want to pass it, so it got called off. Dang. All right, you're excited for your lightweight fight? I know you love lightweights. Anthony Pettis, Carlos Diego. Are you excited for that fight? Yeah, I, I, I like that, but uh, Anthony Pettis is always exciting to watch. He does a lot of really cool stuff in the ring, I mean, in the octagon. And obviously uh, his opponent, Diego Ferreira, he's someone who is an up-and-comer, really good Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, he can make a difficult fight, so this is going to be a tough, his toughest fight. And Anthony Pettis is coming back down to 155. So, this is a good matchup for him to get back into the mix in the division. So, I'm actually kind of excited for this fight. All right. And the bantamweight, I think that's the last fight we have to talk about. Brian Kelleher versus O.D. Osborne. Yeah, so, that that fight, I mean, there's a lot going on. Is that just a throw-in? Is that just like a throw-in? Kind of, but I mean... Again, it's guys who could be good at the top eventually. But there's a lot of other prospects at 135, too. You have Song Yadong. Uh, you have Cody Stamen. 
Uh, and then you have the top of the division got guys like Corey Sandhagen and uh, Piotr Jan. And so uh, a lot of good prospects at 135. That's obviously a division to keep your eyes on in the next coming years. Most exciting real fast. Okay. Um, I want to talk about the main card. The, the, main, the main fight. The main fight. Uh, Cowboy McGregor. Obviously, we know McGregor's back. Do you... I, I just think this is more of a, an effort from McGregor to get more money. I think title fight or not, he's going to try to get like like super fights. Like we talked off off the air about like a Masvidal McGregor fight. Like it's a super fight. Like that's more people are going to tune into that than mm. a title fight. I don't think this necessarily is a super fight though. And the I reason I think- say that is – well, I don't think Cowboy yeah. versus McGregor is a super fight. I just think it's this is a step up to getting McGregor ready for real, real fight. I who knows? Maybe McGregor, McGregor might yeah. win this fight, and he has another matchup yeah. that's getting him in. And then his third fight, like uh, Dana will be like, okay, he's ready. Throw his hat in against yeah. someone that's actually going to draw more fans, get a lot of pay per views. I think that's yeah. his goal. Oh, wait, McGregor wait. coming back. My question is, you know, there's a big possibility. What if he loses? He said he wants to fight three times for the year. What, what, where does he go from there? Does he? If he if he loses, they'll use the excuse that he's new. It's a oh, heavier weight. Took a year off. It's no, but what, really who else does he fight? Because he says he wants to fight two more times for the year. So that's being said. If he loses, I would say the Nate Diaz fight becomes a possibility, but n- not necessarily. It, maybe not, but there well, could be a couple options. I see the Masvidal fight still happening because I know they have beef. So I mean, that could happen. They they don't really have headbutting beef. I mean, it, it is they've kind of been it's, talking a little bit. I but... think it's to like get Dana to start thinking mm-hmm. about that fight. I mean, obviously they're looking at the money bags on that fight. How much pay per views people would get in if that was a fight? That's a super fight. That would draw more people in than a title fight, in all honesty. I think we can all agree on that. The two most popular UFC fighters in the game right now, massive fan bases. People would love to see two of the heaviest hitters go against each other. So I, I just think they're thinking money bags, and they're just trying to hype it up before. Because obviously, you got like, like what Colby did. Colby's not really a bad person, or if he is, then he's an, he's an asshole, but... I mean, you got to hype yourself up so you get people to buy pay-per-views. I mean, that's the whole goal because obviously they get a cut of it. So if you hype it up now, Dana will be like, all right, people will actually be interested in this. And then they get millions. So I think it's just more of to get – they're seeing dollar signs, and they would rather fight for dollar signs than titles. But wait, my question is uh, I hear a report. Does Cowboy retire or win or lose? I know he's getting up to an age. No, I think Cowboy is someone who just loves fighting. I mean, I thought eventually, maybe if he lost, he would have said he's going to retire, but I don't necessarily see it. Uh, I think he probably still has a couple more fights in him. Uh, I don't know exactly where he, he goes if he loses. I feel like if he goes back down to 155 or if he stays up at 170, but there could be a couple options for him. So I feel like this is Cowboy's like really last big money fight that he's going to get. So I feel like that's that's it's important for him to be in this fight. I mean, 
it's it's all about pay per views. I think I think that's what he's looking at right now. Win or lose, he's getting massive amounts of money tonight. So I mean, probably, I think he's got like maybe four or five fights. I mean, he's have he has a ton of fights. So I don't really. He's thirty six and thirteen with one no one no contest. Yeah. So I mean, he's a ton of ton of wear underneath his belt, but a couple more fights. I think that's who he's going to try to hold on to. Let's look at the early prelims. What's what's a prospect you're on the watch for, Jay? I mean, I see a light heavyweight, Aleska. Sorry, I'm going to box this guy's name. Kamaru. 5-0 and yeah. versus Justin Lidditch. I boxed their name. So yeah. That's a- all right. So... So, out of all the, the two fights on your UFC fight press on the early prelims, I I don't really know. No one really, early prelims, no one really knows these guys really well. But uh, light heavyweight, <laughs> you're always looking for prospects in that division. You need some, someone who could compete with John Jones. You know, John Jones, they threw Dominic Reyes in there because John ran through literally all the other veterans in the division. Easily and twice, uh, beat Augustinson twice. So there's not really a lot of who. Who do you think veteran is, options is, for him? Is John Jones like most like you would give him a run for his money? Like, so he's just that dominant that he can kick anyone's ass, or is there has to be one fighter that can at least go a couple rounds with him? I think I, I don't. I think I mean he arguably lost to Thiago Santos, but I thought John won the fight. But it was an arguable fight. But I think John is going to be able to go in there. Even against Dom Reyes, I think he'll be able to... He's too good for him. I mean, Dom Reyes will be good in the future. But this is going to be a really tough fight for him. As far as the division goes, I don't really see anyone in the top 15 who can beat him. I don't. I think he's, he's been the most dominant fighter in the past 10 years, and it's probably not even close. Nganu should just cut weight and fight him. Nganu is not going to cut down to 205. If they fight, he's coming. John Jones would come up. That'd be a crazy fight. All right, uh, I'll talk about the the prelim, the next card. I I, I really Pre- can't. Yeah, prelims. Yeah, I really can't <laughs> talk right now. I'm like, shot, I just killed my leg to the gym. Um, the women flyweight, you got... Macy Barber, 8 0 versus Roxanne. Holy hell, how do you smile? Fear. That's a weird name. 20, 23 and 16. Well, I think that, that fight is mostly going to be Barber trying to extend her credibility in that division. Yeah, so she's only 21. That's a big prospect for the UFC. Uh, can, she can obviously be something in that division. Uh, she'll probably, she's going to be a future superstar. She's going to be up there. Uh, even I think she's going to wind up winning this fight. I think she's just too elite of a fighter or just such a good prospect. And uh, you go even the division lower, you have Sadiq Youssef, who's coming off of a great knockout win. And he's, an, he's a top-notch prospect, too, for them. Well, the uh, guy he's going against ain't no uh, scrub either. Andre Phil, 26, or 20 and 6. Yeah, so... Yeah, Andre Feely's been around for a little longer than Sadiq has, but I think this could be an interesting fight. I think 
I mean, I, I'm not sure what way this is going to go, but th- these are two two guys who like, could I, be something in the UFC. I'm kind of agreeing with you. Like, I feel like the prelims have better has a better card than the main card, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Well, the main card is more established guy, guys, but it's people who pr- may have peaked out already. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the flyweight. That prospect, Askar Askorov. Sorry, I botched his name again. But he's ten zero and one, and he's going against Tim Elliott fifteen nine and one. That's going to be a nice fight, I guess. Askar is a rising prospect in that flyweight division. Yeah, yeah. Tim Elliott's been around for a little while. He was on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, he he's someone who who has some good skills. Uh, Askar, Askar, yeah, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it, either. but yeah, they, they want to put these new prospects on the prelims, they want to give them a little bit more publicity, let them grow a little bit, let people find out about them, you know, so you got a couple guys in this division who could be, or on the prelims, who could be something in the future. Well, there's no better way to do that than having a uh, McGregor fight yeah uh, the lightweight Drew Dober versus oh my lord Nasrat Habharskas oh my lord yeah how do you say his name yeah? I'm not sure how to pronounce it but and in, pronounce this guy's name Nasrat Habharskas yeah let me take a look at it let me take a look at it um <laughs> Nasrat Wait. Dover versus over uh Nasrat Hak Pas Pasrat? Pasrat? I don't know. Well uh, who knows? Well the, the, that guy, Nasrat. I'll just call him Nasrat. He's eleven and two yeah. versus Drew Dober twenty one and nine. Obviously Nasrat is just probably gonna be fighting a guy who's peaked out. Try to get as you said, try to get more public Team. Well, this this guy uh, might not be peaked out. I mean, he's got a couple more fights. He's only thirty one years old, but yeah, but he's he's twenty one and nine, and the guy yeah. going is rising eleven and two. I I think UFC would rather see the eleven and two guy make it more than the thirty one year old. Yeah, it, that that's true. That UFC wants to see their, these guys advance, but it's it's a fight. I, I, I mean, you gotta yeah. you gotta win, but. Yeah. And that'd be huge for that guy, especially in the McGregor pay-per-view. A lot of people are going to be tuning in at 8 o'clock, so got to build their credibility up. Yeah. And the, the I would have loved to see this featherweight fight, but obviously it got canceled. Chase Skelly versus Grant Dawson. That would have been a good fight. I hate to be that guy, but I do got to go back to that guy. But it was good uh, discussion with you guys. We'll, we'll have a right, we'll yeah. have a yeah. we'll talk to you tonight about the the fight. We'll have a, yeah, tomorrow we'll have a review about it. Me and Jay are probably gonna talk for a little bit longer, but we'll fulfill yep. it. Yeah, well, you know, guys, thanks for having me, guys. Yep. All have right. fun at work. All right, yep, guys. <laughs> All right. So your pick, your pick, your final picks for tonight. Let's let's go over the uh, the early prelims for this fight. Who do you got? Early prelims, I'm probably going to go with, you know, these guys are still really undiscovered. So when you go make picks on the early prelims, you just kind of go off record what you see, like the intangibles. <laughs> so I'm going to go with, 
Sabina Mazzo and Justin Ledet. All right, I, I want to go with Sabina too, and I'm gonna, but I'm gonna go with Kamru. Okay. All right, your, pre- uh, your prelims. You keeping track of this? Yeah. All right, you you got my so. picks in. You got my picks in. Yeah, I, I'll remember when I re look at it. But, All right, um, yeah. the or the prelim the prelims. I, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go right. with Barber, Yusuf, Oscar, and Dober. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I'm probably going to go the exact same, too. I'm going to go Macy Barber. I'm going to go Sadiq Yusuf. I'm going to go Askar Askarov. And I'm going to go Drew Dober, too. Sweet. All right. And your main yeah. your main card, I'll let you go first. Uh, I like the Lightwood fight. That could be an exciting fight. I think Anthony Pettis is going to come back down. He's going to do – he's going to be able to outstrike him. I have Anthony Pettis. Uh, bantamweight uh, – Brian Keller, a little more established, but I think he's going to be able to pull one out today. Uh, heavyweight Alexi Olenek. He, Alexi Olenek was a really good. He's a pretty solid fighter. Uh, Maurice Green still coming up, but I think Olenek may pull this one out in a close decision. Uh, the bantamweight fight, Holly Holm versus Raquel Pennington happened before. This fight, this is the second time they've been going at it. Holly Holm is going to win this fight. I think maybe you grind out for a decision, but I think Holly Holm will win this fight. And then the main event, like I said, Connor is going to piece him up and knock him out in round two in my prediction. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Pettis. I'm going to go with Osborne. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to go with Aliski, but I think Green's going to win. I just feel like, like you said, heavyweight is a knockout. I feel like Green's just going to piece him up in his old body. Uh, I hate Holly Holm, so I'm going to go with Pennington. And my gut says to go with McGregor, but every time I pick someone I want to win, they always lose, the Islanders and St. John's today. I'm going to go with Cerrone. Yeah, I mean, I could see Cerrone winning, but that'd be I, crazy. Tough fight. Well, for, this is yeah. like the worst odds they ever give someone in a fight. Was it McGregor's minus three thirty, and he's plus two sixty? Uh, I don't remember what it was. I remember the odds. It is like once it got announced, the one once it was decided at one seventy, but I'm not sure the exact. I think, I think those are still the odds. I mean, it could have changed, but last time I checked, um, let's just give a brief preview about next week, uh, the fight night. Yep. ESPN Plus. What do you think about that? Wait, you think uh, you think the the main fight's going to be a good fight? Was it Curtis Blades versus JDS? Yeah, P- potentially. Uh, these guys I kind of got knocked out of the top five. I I don't think JDS is still in the top five. Uh, you know he he's coming off of Curtis Blades has two losses to Francis and Ganu, and JDS obviously. Got knocked out by Ngannou too. Um, I don't know if these guys Ning- will ever make it back. I can't wait for Ngannou to get a title fight. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably going to come up soon after, as long as he beats Georgina. Uh, but what? Yeah, what uh, main main card is uh, Ngannou? What 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 UFC is that? Do they announce it's it? UFC? It's UFC eight or UFC on ESPN eight. So it's on regular ESPN, oh, it's in March. On ESPN Plus. 
heavyweight. Yeah, oh, he's first in Rosenstruck. That. What do you think? He's yeah. Gonna, what do you think he's gonna do in that fight? Uh, Ooh, Greg Hardy's also think, fighting in that fight. Yeah, Greg Hardy's always it. It brings in a lot of attention. Always, maybe not McGregor attention. Maybe some. Yeah, yeah. Greg Hardy's a solid name. I mean, even though he's not necessarily an established fighter, people know who he is. But it's going to be. I, I think Ngannou is going to probably knock him out. I don't think Rosenstrike has really fought someone that tough yet. Well, and he, I mean, his, he, his but, last he, fight was, a, was, was yeah. a freaking snooze fest. He was so close to losing that fight too. If it wasn't, for, if it wasn't for Overeem just being an idiot, having a second of laps focused <laughs> and getting caught with that, but. I think, I think Ngannou is going to be able to catch him. I think he's going to finish him early, maybe in the first round. And that would set up a title fight. Yeah, that would, I want. Yeah, that'd definitely. be sick to see Ngannou in a title fight. You think Ngannou is like the best heavyweight that can give a title that uh, can fight for a title? Or well, Ngannou already fought for a title once against Stipe, and he lost all five rounds, but. You know, uh, he lost. He lost to Stipe. It came off that he lost to Derek Lewis, but I think he's someone who he definitely can. I think he's got the striking ability to do it. So, all right. So, I, yeah. All right, we're gonna have to talk about this tomorrow. What actually happens? All right, this is Dave, Mike, Jay. Thanks for being on. Yep, of course. All right. And uh, let's go, Cowboy.